Hello, Fempreneurs. Here we have another episode of the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast in a series about delivering your clear message on Instagram. So this is the third episode in a row that is dedicated to helping you create and deliver that super, super clear message on Instagram. I'm sitting here on my computer right now, um, putting the finishing touches on my latest book called We Should Be Friends. It's a book for you. It's a book for women about how to build a community of women. And what I'm going to do today is actually read you an excerpt from this book that is going to help you craft or create and deliver that super clear message on Instagram. Uh, this is from part two of the book. So how I've created the book is it's a uh, two two parts. So it's not equal half and half. Um, the first half of the book or the first part of the book is definitely not half. It's a little smaller than the second half because the first part of the book uh, is about the concepts, the mindset, the reasons why. And it's really where you're going to have to dial right down using the strategies and the exercises in the first part of the book to make sure your how or sorry, your who and your why are very, very clear. And this is key to delivering a clear message on Instagram and building a community of women that that are all like minded and all want similar things, because ultimately it's not a community if they're just your fans, if they're just your followers, they need to know each other. They need to be meeting each other and building relationships for it to be a true community. And in order for that to happen, they need to be somewhat like minded or have at least one common goal. And that is why they've come to you to lead them uh, down a specific path. So uh, the second half of the book or the second part of the book is more about the steps. So it's actually uh, called the seven steps. Um, and so it's actually a step-by-step guide to implement everything in order the way that I've done it. Um, I share all the stories that prove to you that this stuff works. And I of course give you the step-by-step guide. So I'm going to read an excerpt today from part two of the book. And it starts with a heading that says teenage girls scare me. (laughs) All right, let's dive in. Ever since I was a teenager at summer camp, I wanted to spend at least one week a year volunteering as a cabin leader. My cabin leaders and uh, my cabin leaders had a huge impact on my life. And although teenage girls have always scared me, even when I was one, I wanted to have a positive impact on a group of teenage girls by being their cabin leader someday. When Jake is older, I'd say to myself, Then Jake started attending, and Jake, for those of you who don't know, is my son, who is now 15. Then Jake started attending summer camp every year, which meant he was no longer the excuse. I had a week every summer where he was at camp, so why wasn't I at camp too? The new excuse was money. I was convinced I couldn't afford to take a week off work to be at summer camp. At least this was what I had been telling myself since starting my financial advisor job. The other excuse was I didn't think any camp would want a never been married mother as a cabin leader. More on that in a moment, but first I want to share with you how the money excuse ceased to exist. Sitting in church one Sunday, I was listening to another summer camp board member pitch their awesome facility and camp experience to the congregation. Uh, It was camp Sunday when the local summer camp set up booths in the foyer at my church present their slideshows and pictures of kids having tons of fun at camp. And they ask for volunteers and donations to help improve their facilities and programs. So right there at camp Sunday, 
I made a deal with God. Okay, God, if you open a door for me to volunteer as a cabin leader at a camp, I'll do it. I'll trust that you will sort out the money part. Long story short, God opened door after door, and a little over a year after I made that deal with God, I found myself at camp for two weeks in the summer of 2017. And during summer 2018 and 2019, I was there for four weeks each of those summers. It was amazing. Volunteering as a cabin leader was a necessary step towards learning how to bring like-minded women together. Being trusted to lead those little girls was a huge honor. It came with lots of challenges and twice as many rewards. So how did God sort out the money problem to allow me to volunteer at camp? This is a very fun story, but first I need to take you back to 2014 when I got fired from my financial advisor job. So because I was hitting, because I was more focused on sharing financial knowledge than selling financial products, I wasn't hitting the monthly commission targets. Thus, they fired me. I was devastated. I literally cried for 24 hours. My son was conveniently at his dad's the day I got fired, but he was coming back the next day. So I had 24 hours to sob and be a baby. Then I had to get my game face on for my son. So that's what I did. Three people in the finance industry met with me in the next few days after I was fired. These three conversations had me off and running, not crying anymore, and seeing that getting fired was the course correction I needed to get back on my right path. They helped me see I wasn't enjoying the job, nor did I want to stay in it for another 20 years. Monthly commission number going back to zero on the first of every month, feeling like my success was measured by a large corporation using the exact same measuring stick on me as everyone else. No thanks. All right, I'm going to pause here for a moment. Uh, I'm going to continue reading and we're going to bring this all together into delivering your clear message on Instagram. But I just wanted to pause for a moment and remind you that the Finder, or sorry, not the Finder Voice book, that's my second book, the We Should Be Friends book is on pre-order, available as a pre-order right now. And when you pre-order the book before August 1st, you get a bonus gift. You get a ticket to my invite only book launch party happening October 1st in Calgary. So you're going to get a really fun evening. You're going to get a signed copy of the book, all that for 25 bucks if you buy it before uh, August 1st. 2021. So please go ahead and do that if you haven't done it already. I know a lot of you already have. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to party with you and celebrate this We Should Be Friends book and all of you who are the reason this book has come to life on October 1st. All right, you can do that at yycfempreneurs.com and I'm going to dive back into what I'm reading to you right now from the book. While in that corporate world, it began to feel normal, like it was the right life for me and I could be happy in it. The firm did a great job of keeping our training events for us only, so we would never be around other advisors from other firms. This was smart as it kept our blinders on. I had no idea there were other ways for me to make an impact on people's lives and an income by sharing my financial knowledge without my title at that firm or another of its competitors. I had no clue I could be a successful entrepreneur a financial consultant independently, one who chooses their own product shelf and designs their own consulting services and fees without a big corporation's name attached to mine. I'm so grateful I was fired. It enabled me to become the entrepreneur I was meant to be. Hello again, entrepreneur life. 
I was back. Only this time, my business was financial consulting instead of hairdressing. Well, that makes it sound way more smooth of a transition than it actually was. It took me two months and a few job interviews. Yes, I considered taking the easy route, a job. Before I actually, um, so it took me a few, a, a couple months and a few job interviews before I was actually up and running and another year before I was really on the right path. What I did right was I kept kicking the ball. I kept learning and taking action. So this next little excerpt from the book is actually a story about one of my dear friends, Megan Casenzo. Many of you know her. She actually was the producer of the Femprinter Marketing Podcast for a while, and uh, she uh, wrote a book this year. So I'm going to read to you a little bit about what I've um, shared in my book about her book and her story. So it starts with Megan's love for loose tea. My friend Megan, who I, who I became friends with after she was the videographer at my Find Your Voice on social media book launch party, had a love for loose leaf tea. She also had an entrepreneurial mindset, thanks to her parents, who always supported her and encouraged her to be a strong, independent lady. Megan was living in Saskatchewan when she decided to start her loose leaf tea business. She worked in the film industry. She decided to start a side hustle selling loose leaf tea online. I'm going to pause for a minute and let you know that Megan is currently working on the set of Heartland out near Cochrane here right now. So she is still working in the film industry and she has a business doing videography. You can learn more about her at casenzomedia.com. So she decided to start this side hustle selling loose leaf tea online at home parties and mall kiosks. She started the business from scratch, creating her own packaging and website. Her boyfriend, who also worked in the film industry, who is now her husband, was extremely supportive of her new endeavor. After only a few years owning her tea business, the film industry in Saskatchewan basically died. The government cut the film tax credit, and Megan had to rely solely on her tea business income. She worked hard and had the best year in terms of sales, but she felt like she was drowning. She had found herself in a massive amount of debt, over $100,000 in debt to be exact. So this is an excerpt from Megan's book published in 2020 called Getting Back to Zero. I was taking a walk in my favorite park and suddenly I had this feeling of relief come over me. I understood I don't have to be desperate anymore. I don't have to try so hard and get nothing for it. I deserve greatness and success. I've always had the capacity to create an amazing life, but I didn't figure it out until now. I always had the drive, the work ethic, and the motivation. However, I didn't have the belief in myself. Megan decided to begin documenting the process she underwent to get herself out of debt. It took her six years, but she did get out of debt and she turned her journal entries about how she did it into a book. At the end of each chapter, in Getting Back to Zero, Megan's book, she asks readers a few thought-provoking questions. Here are the questions she asks at the end of the first chapter, which I want you to answer for yourself. Write them down. Uh, the first one is, is there something in your life that you feel tied to doing, even though you may not enjoy it anymore? I'm going to say that again. Is there something in your life that you feel tied to doing, even though you may not enjoy it anymore? If the answer is yes, then feel free to elaborate in your notebook or in your journal. Question two, do you have a secret you're ashamed of? 
do you have a secret you're ashamed of? I know for me, uh, for a lot of years, very similar to Megan's story, it was money. There was money secrets that I didn't want anyone to know about. And that was really hard for me as a financial advisor. I was helping other people with their money. Anyways, I've went off the, uh, I've went off the script here. So I'm going to go back to, to the third question, which is if so, if you do have a secret you're ashamed of, is there at least one person you trust that you could share it with to start working through it? So I encourage you to write your answers to those three questions down. And I have, uh, I have actually assigned that as an official exercise in the book. Okay, back to reading this section of the book to you. Being an entrepreneur requires you to have immense trust in yourself. It also requires you to admit when you're wrong, pick up the pieces and quickly record in the book that you should all be writing, by the way, what you will do differently next time. You must not lose trust in yourself when you make mistakes. I believe mistakes are meant to happen because they bring knowledge, essential knowledge we desperately need and wouldn't have learned any other way. How many people do you know who suffered a catastrophic loss, perhaps a job or loved one or physical ability? How many of those people are using that negative experience for good? Every single entrepreneur I know who is actually doing the work required to serve their people, not simply calling themselves an, an entrepreneur, but actually doing the work, had to experience some sort of catastrophic loss to push them into their new role. It's why people write books and create documentary films. They feel called to share information to improve the lives of others. Don't beat yourself up if you're in, a, in massive debt or have an ex, uh, Sorry, don't beat yourself up if you're in massive debt or have experienced a job loss or some sort of unfortunate event you may or may not have been able to avoid. Trust that it was meant to happen while recording the lessons you learned from it. You obviously don't want that exact same awful thing to happen again, right? So do what it takes to make sure it doesn't. Write out your plan. Stare your fears in the face and say, I have a plan in place. Write five to 10 of the scariest, most awful seeming at the time things that have happened to you and the lessons you learned from each experience. Write what course correction you made thanks to these scary experiences too. So we're going to start here. This uh, excerpt that I read to you is from the first chapter in the second part of the book. Um, it's called Trust and Fear. I might be changing the chapter title name here in the next few days. I, I've uh, asked a few of my girlfriends and femmepreneurs to to see if they think there's a better uh, title for this chapter after they've read the whole thing. Um, but right now it's called Trust and Fear. And this writing exercise, I'm going to repeat again because this is marketing gold. This is super clear message uh, 101 for Instagram. You need to have at your fingertips all the time some writing like I have right now because I've written some books. Have some of your most impactful stories, the stories of the things that happened that led you to building this community that you're building, to building this business that you're building. You need to have those stories at your fingertips all the time. They need to be ready and available for you to copy and paste them into an Instagram post or email them to someone or... Um, Obviously, I hope you turn them into a book at some point or maybe add them to an ebook that you've got. 
So you need to have these stories written out. We actually do this as one of the exercises in Fempreneur Marketing School. So for those of you listening who are grads, we actually have over 150 grads from the marketing school, by the way, if you're new here, you didn't know that. So if one of you listening is a grad, know that these stories, um, they even though your life doesn't, like you're looking back on your life, it is what it is, your perception of it is going to evolve and you're going to realize that something that happened to you 10, 15 years ago, uh, that it really changed you and put you where you are today and you should be grateful for the pain, the painful experience that you had. You'll discover new ones that you'd forgotten about. You'll discover new ways that they'd helped you. So don't ever stop writing these stories out. It's not a once and done thing is what I'm trying to say. And this is your super clear message on Instagram. Yes, you want to make it about them as much as possible. However, they need to relate to you. They need to understand who you are and why you care. And having these stories sprinkled out there on your Instagram over the next you know, month, if you've got five stories that you're going to write today, then you're going to have you know one every few days that you can share on Instagram. <clears throat> and I suspect the stories will be too long for Instagram. Like you won't have enough room to put them in the caption. So you have two choices. You can, instead of writing these scary, most awful seeming stories that turned you in the right, you know, gave you the course correction you need, you can record those, you know, by typing them out if, if that's your thing. If you're someone who finds you have terrible writing skills, you're probably wrong, but if you think that, it's fine. <laughs> um, you can record yourself sharing the story in a video. And the next level, so you've kind of got two levels of how you can share your story there. Basic is writing. Level two, which is more engaging and going to get you way more of the right eyeballs looking at your stuff on Instagram is video, just you propping your phone up at eye level up against a glass of water, sharing your stories. Um, That's cool. However, next level, we'll call it level three, is you being interviewed on Instagram. So using the Instagram live feature where the videos are stacked. So when someone's looking on their phone, they see one face on top in one location from one Instagram account, and then they see another one on the bottom. That is the best. Um, so if you have another femme printer in your wheelhouse who can interview you so you can share these stories with your audience, awesome. If you want to be interviewed on her account because she's got a similar or a complimentary audience who would gain from your s- story, that is a great way to do it too. So delivering your clear message, attracting the right people on Instagram because you're so crystal clear about who you are and who you're helping, this is a great way to do that. So I'm going to repeat this exercise from my book that I just uh, read because you need to do this. So you want to write five to 10 of the scariest, most awful seeming at the time things that have happened to you and the lessons you learned from each experience. Write what course correction you made thanks to these scary experiences too. Now you want to keep this, uh, you want to keep in mind the who, the who are you writing these stories for? Yes, they're about you, but they're not for you. You're sharing these stories to help others. So you should know who you're serving. You should know why you're showing up on Instagram. We're not going to go into that today. Um, That's something that you should know. If you don't know uh, who you're serving and why you're showing up on Instagram, um, then you need to join the marketing school. There's actually one spot left. It starts August 18th. You can learn more about that at yycfempreneurs.com slash FMS, which stands for Fempreneur Marketing School. Um, I don't know when the next class will be. So if it's full by the time you're hearing this and you do feel like you need help with 
developing that clear, that clear message because you need help with really narrowing down who it's for and what positive change you want to make in their life through your organization or business or the community that you're growing, then you're going to need help. So uh, check out Fempreneur Marketing School. That is uh, the best way to get crystal clear on that. This book is going to help you do that too. So make sure to pre-order it if you haven't already. So once you know who you're serving, then you write out these stories, these five to 10 of those scary stories from your life, those things that seemed horrible at the time, but turned out to be really a blessing in disguise. You want those stories to do a couple things. You want them to make you more relatable and and seem like a human, just a regular person, because that's how um, you're going to open yourself up to building relationships with more of the right people. And marketing... For those who have never heard me say this, marketing is simply building relationships. And then to take it one step back, like to back up even more and to make it even more basic, how do we build relationships? Through meaningful conversations. So you're sharing these scary stories and and sharing how they led you to finding your calling of what you're doing now and how you're trying to serve people or how you are serving people. That is how you're going to be... opening yourself up to these conversations. Oh, the dryer's done. (laughs) I'm not sure if you can hear that beeping. So this is how you're going to deliver an even more crystal clear message on Instagram by sharing these stories. Um, If there's not enough room in the caption for your written story, I encourage you to start blogging. If you don't have a website, you can blog for free. There are some various platforms. I believe Google has a free, uh, free, uh, blogging platform you can you can set yourself up with. Um, but if you do have a website already, you have the ability to have a blog on your website too. So use up as much room as you can in that Instagram caption with the beginning of your of your story and then send them over to your website to keep reading. Um, you should definitely be using the LinkedIn articles feature as well. Put your put your story there um, if you're on LinkedIn and it's awesome. If you aren't uh, ready for a website yet, or you're just not, you don't have the money for it right now, use the LinkedIn articles feature. So when I wrote my first book, uh, when I was writing my first book, it took me about nine months. And during that nine months, I didn't have my website until the very end. So I was writing and wanted to kind of put some of my writing out there and like show people, okay, this is what the book is going to be about. Here's some little teasers, kind of like what I did for you guys today, but I didn't have the podcast back then. I didn't have a website either, like I just said. So guess what I did? I used the free LinkedIn platform, my 24-7 online resume, which is what LinkedIn is. So make sure your your LinkedIn profile is updated. Make sure you have a professional headshot on there. Um, Anywho, you can use LinkedIn. They have this articles feature. It's great. You can embed embed links in there so you can send them over to your Instagram. Um, You can embed YouTube videos in there. You can do all sorts of fantastic things just like you can with a blog, except it's free. And, um, you know, Facebook is great too. If you have a Facebook page, you can, you know, post your long form writing there. Um, So there's all the things for today. And I thank you so much for listening to the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast. My name is Lindsay Berry. If we haven't met and you want to learn more about me, um, you can check out a lot of my stories um, by watching some of the videos on Instagram at YYC Fempreneurs. You can also learn more about me on the website. There's a YY, there's a page um, that I've done up with some information about who I am and why I care so much about helping you. And you can see that at yycfempreneurs.com slash Lindsay, spelled L-Y-N-D-S-I-E. 
Would love to see you at my book launch party October 1st. Again, you can get a bonus ticket to that event if you pre-order the book before August 1st, 2021. Um, you will still get a ticket to the event after um, when you pre-order the book after, but you will be paying for it. So the price will go from $25 to $50 after October, or sorry, after August 1st. Um, so if you're listening to this after August 1st, please still pre-order the book and get your ticket. I, I know that you're going to have a fantastic evening and get a signed copy of the book all for 50 bucks, which is still a great deal. And thank you so much again for being here and would love to meet you one day if we haven't met. So make sure to stay connected. Uh, watch for all the events that we've got going on. We do live in-person events in the Calgary area. We also do some virtual events. We're taking a little break from the virtual events because it's summer and we want to get together outside around here. Um, yeah, I would love to connect you with more women like you because that really is the power. And that is why this podcast exists is to connect you with more women like you. So have a fantastic day and I'll see you real soon. Bye for now.